Which free agents could the Arizona Cardinals add to bolster their offense in 2023 and potentially beyond? Let's discuss. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in. Training camp right around the corner, I guess. We're like 60 days away, 65 days away from football. It's crazy how it goes from Football is so far away to look how far we've come. Look how close the 2023 season is. I mean, from February, we're five months removed. February to March, March to April, April to May, May to June, June to July. Nailed it. We're five months removed from the Super Bowl. That's wild to me. How much has happened the last five months for the Arizona Cardinals? Insanity. So as we get closer, there's a couple different ways you look at the rest of this offseason. This was. This is normally the time where Steve Kime would make a couple additions to fill some holes to cover up the fact that he couldn't draft. So fill up holes with veteran free agents that are still on the that are still you know on the block. Okay. So I'm going to take today, and I'm going to discuss three names on the offensive side of the ball that I think could benefit the Cardinals not only for 2023 but potentially for the future. And then tomorrow or Wednesday, I'll be discussing three defensive players who I think would benefit the Cardinals for the future if they were added to the roster this season. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the three names that I'm going to be discussing. James Robinson, Daryl Henderson, and Kenny Galladay. Here, I'm going to start first. Kenny Galladay, I know that you kind of want to throw up. Like, why would you even think about it? Let's just have a conversation, okay? Let's just have a conversation. Well, why not offensive linemen? Why running backs and wide receivers? Let's just have a conversation, okay? Because right now, the Cardinals roster is a mess. There's talent, of course. Is it in unison? Not really. Is their quarterback healthy? No. Do we really know outside of Hollywood Brown, James Conner, and like Zach Ertz when he's healthy, who you can trust every down to perform? Not really, for varying reasons. So the Cardinals need some help. Sure, the offense is more talented right now on the defense, at least on paper and experience in the NFL, but the offense still needs some work. So when I go through these names, let's just think of it under the guise and, you know, through the lens of this is a work in progress. And the Cardinals need to be able to find diamonds in the rough in the free agent market who maybe weren't given opportunities elsewhere, who maybe had bad quarterback play elsewhere, who maybe had a crowded backfield elsewhere as pertains to the first two names that I'm going to discuss. Because all the Arizona Cardinals are going to have in 2023 is opportunity. All the Cardinals are going to have in 2023 is 
who are going to be the pieces for us, Cardinal speaking, moving forward. There is thinking. Not one position that has a no doubt about it bona fide one currently, aside from quarterback. RB1, if you told me that somebody took over for James Conner, would you be surprised? No. Uh, Hollywood Brown has a down year. Would you be surprised if Michael Wilson or Greg Dorch or Rondo Moore took over as the one? I mean, that's a little bit more of a long shot, but no. Tight end, would you be surprised if Trey McBride took over for Zach Ertz? No. I mean, would you be surprised if Paris Johnson Jr. took over for DJ Humphreys as the number one left tackle? No. Would you be surprised if Paris Johnson Jr. came out of the gate slow and maybe didn't play 100% at left guard or right tackle, depending on if Kelvin Beecham is healthy and plays or not? No. There is zero certainty surrounding this offense. There is a collection of talent that is probably top 15, top 17 in the league, but that by no means means that the Cardinals have a bona fide leader in any position group. So with guys that I'm going to be discussing, there's nothing but opportunity about where they get in. It's like they get in an Amazon in, when Jeff Bezos was in his garage before hopefully the Cardinals take this to the moon. There's room. There's going to be reps. There's going to be targets. There's going to be carries. There's going to be receptions out of the backfield. There's going to be a lot, especially in garbage time, especially where, the Cardinals need to figure out who their guys are. And while I think James Conner should be the guy, he needs to pivot into the closer role, as I talked about last week. Needs to be that fourth down grinder, fourth quarter grinder with the Cardinals up 10. Touching the ball 10, 12 times in the fourth. Eating clock. There needs to be an RB1. James Robinson has been an RB1. So with James Robinson, who I'm going to kick this off, speaking about, he had a breakout rookie year in Jacksonville in 2020. Okay, he had about 1,000 yards receiving or 1,000 yards rushing, seven touchdowns, another 350 yards receiving, and three touchdowns. He had 10 total touchdowns his rookie season. Okay, 2021, down year, only played 14 games, 770 uh, carries or 770 uh, uh, rushing yards, eight touchdowns. And then, you know, in 2022, when 2021 Travis Etienne started and then was, then was injured, last year was the Travis Etienne show. He was cut, picked up by the Jets, and now a free agent. So when you see things like Jacksonville struggled, Leonard, look at what happened with Leonard Fournette there and then was when he went to Tampa Bay. James Robinson is young. James, James Robinson has some juice left in the tires. He's got some juice left, and he needs an opportunity. So if you were to come in on a one-year prove-it deal – Carter should definitely sign him. He's shown enough. And I said, well, you don't spend money on running backs. Here's the thing. The Cardinals salary cap this season doesn't matter. They're going to have a bunch off the books next year, even with Kyler Murray's contract finally hitting it. These are the prove-it deals that we've been discussing throughout this offseason. Prove it for two reasons. It's a two-way prove-it situation. One, the Cardinals proving that they're different to free agents, and two, the traditional sense of a prove-it deal where the player proves it for a year and then gets a contract extension, a la James Conner. It could be argued that James Robinson showed about as much up until this point than James Conner did when he was in Pittsburgh. I mean, James Conner had a massive year early on, then he had, then he had injury concerns, and they let him go. 
James Robinson could be in that same journey. And I, you know, I, they're not the same kind of runner, but James Robinson is a great dual threat out of the back, out of the backfield. And I think the Cardinals should 100% take a look. Now, the next guy that I'm going to discuss, it's a little bit more convoluted. He was the lead back, and then he wasn't, and then he really was, and then he was cut by the Rams. Daryl Henderson, different journey, probably same contract tag as James Robinson, even though Daryl Henderson's a couple years older. I'm going to talk about him next as we roll on here. On a Locked On Cardinals Monday edition, thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, you know, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. And you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So you make your hiring post, okay? You add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates uh, with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Now, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So we talked about James Robinson, okay? Is is it the sexiest name? No. Does it, is it going to move the needle? Absolutely, no. But has he shown enough where the Cardinals should bring him in for a workout? For sure. I think it's an absolute no-brainer because he's still young and we've seen peaks. We've seen some oh-my-God moments, as I call them with Kyler Murray. So you should bring him in. See what's up. Keontae Ingram's still going to be here, okay? James Conner's still going to be here. But I think that especially with the NFL kind of moving towards this, you know, run by committee situation, having as many fresh legs and, 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 you know, players who have had some success in this league, I think could do nothing but benefit. Now pivoting to James or to uh, Daryl Henderson is another guy. Okay. So Daryl Henderson came in the league in 2019. Okay. He's 25 years old. He hasn't had those massive years. I mean, neither has, I mean, neither has, uh, has James Robinson, but what we've seen from Daryl Henderson is stability, I guess. I mean, he, he peaked in 2021 with 700 rushing yards, five touchdowns. Uh, but, you know, he had, he had a couple more touchdowns receiving. The offense was set as such to where the first three options were Cooper Cup. So with this and Robert Woods a couple years ago, like, there wasn't much of a much of a rushing attack when Matthew Stafford came in because Cooper Cup had forty eight thousand receiving yards. What Daryl Daryl uh, Henderson has shown, I mean, on the downside, his his rush per uh, rush yards per attempt isn't great. Okay, I think well, it was four point six in twenty twenty one, so not terrible. Um, he's just a solid guy. Okay, and while James Robinson has some injury concerns, Daryl Henderson, uh, some of the same, but. I'm surprised that both of these guys don't have jobs. And I think that with the Cardinals, 
it's it is a true audition year. And 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 what I talked about, you know, in the in the cold open and and you'll see in the blurb, like talking about 2023 and beyond, the Cardinals need to find who their dudes are this year. They need to find, or they're just going to go store, scorched earth and be like, nope, hard reset. Going to go in free agency, spend a boatload of money. Hopefully the draft picks this year work. Hopefully the draft picks next year work and onward and upward. But in the running back room, you don't need a superstar to win. You need a couple good guys that can get you, that can get you positive yardage and those that have a nose for the end zone. Daryl Henderson knows for the end zone. James Conner, one of the best in the business inside the five yard line. So if you pair Daryl Henderson with James Conner, again, it's going to be a cheap contract. It's going to be a prove it deal for a guy who's two years older than James Robinson. And then you can just come in and giddy the hell up and see what happens. This is going to be a, an exploratory year. Because remember, and I've talked about this a lot, the Arizona Cardinals and their success and growth this year will not be directly correlated with their win-loss record. It's going to be, namely with, you know, Jonathan Gannon really, you know, uh, just dealing with the open water, the choppy open water of, of the head coach position from a kind of an ocean perspective, an oceanic perspective. And then it's just going to be the young guys maturing, getting better, positioning themselves for hopefully stardom in the future. That's what we're looking at. On top of that, from a veteran perspective, you need to find guys that can produce and that don't need that high sticker price. That's why I mentioned James Robinson and why I mentioned Daryl Henderson. Because all in all, what the Cardinals need to do, as I've said before, but this is something that just needs to be hammered home. They have to find that strong foundation for the future because they're completely rebuilding. And if you've got a guy like James Robinson, you've got a guy like Daryl Henderson, they're still out there for a reason, I know. The Cardinals should not be looking at Delvin Cook or somebody who's going to garner a higher price like Kareem Hunt, etc. I pick these two guys on purpose. James Conner is young. Daryl Henderson is young-ish. Neither of them really got a bona fide fair shot where they were. Like, James Robinson had a good year, and then they draft they draft Tra- Travis Etienne, and it's like, well, let's forget about James Robinson. And then he went, he went to the Jets, and then he was cut. You know, it's just so weird. It's these two guys still have juice left in the tank. They've shown flashes of greatness from time to time, and they don't have to be great. They have to be a good complement. They're going to have an inexpensive price tag. And they could potentially be pieces for the Cardinals running back room for the future. And I think with that trifecta in place, there's no downside to bringing in these guys for a workout. Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. This next one, I almost didn't put this guy on even though I wanted to. And I was like, you know what? I want to. And this is my podcast, so I'm going to do it. Let's discuss it. Next, Lockdown Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good, man. They've got these stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts are the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And they, you know, they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fixed, like, this is what they do. They fixed the restricting cotton issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. 
Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. You live in Arizona, that's definitely going to help. Go to birddogs.com slash NFL or enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash NFL or promo code LOCKEDON for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. So while this isn't the most incredible of spotlights surrounding players, we're in July, okay? So you've still got DeAndre Hopkins. You've still got Dalvin Cook. The Cardinals aren't in that position. It, that would not benefit either side. You want to find players who have showed flashes but have not really been given the opportunity for one reason or another, whether it be you know injury, running back by committee, or having a quarterback in scheme that maybe didn't fit your skill set. That latter part is going to wrap up what I'm talking about here with Kenny Galladay. Okay. So before you freak out, you're like, oh, Kenny Galladay is terrible. I don't know if that's true. Okay. So by the numbers, sure. He hasn't been relevant since 2019 with the Lions. Okay. But the quarterback play has been awful. Like Daniel Jones, the last year wasn't a good quarterback. Okay. Their offense was clunky. Their team was clunky until Brian Dable got there. It was just yuck. You know, just it, it just wasn't much. They won games, but it was Sa- it was Saquon, it was Wayne Gallman, it was, you know, a bunch of different guys when Saquon got hurt. It was uh yeah, Devontae Freeman. No, it wasn't. Never mind. Um, but with Kenny Galladay, he's a big dude. Okay, he's 29. I know he's a big dude, plays outside. We've seen greatness from him in small spurts with Matthew Stafford in Detroit. And this dude is like a pariah now. He signed a four-year, $72 million deal. I believe there's no more money on that contract after the Giants released him. They paid 4.5, which was guaranteed, and that was it. They're taking a massive cap hit this year. But I think the Cardinals should give him a look. The Cardinals, we were talking about Kenny Galladay a few years ago when he was a free agent. They are like, yeah, no, it's not. We're not going to pay him the money. And then the Giants paid him that money. You're like, what in the wide world are they doing? But now, where the Cardinals need talent in the wide receiver room, I just like, you know, give him a look. One year, four mil, one year, five mil, prove a deal. Like, what if he finds the fountain of youth here in Arizona? They need big receivers. We'll see if Michael Wilson ends up going on that trajectory of, of a star outside wide receiver. But couldn't hurt. It couldn't hurt. And you know that he's got – he wants to prove people wrong unless he just wants to retire. And I feel like in Arizona, where there's no real pressure to succeed as a team win-loss-wise, what if he finds a home and he could be a wide receiver two or wide receiver three for the future starting in 2024? Crazier things have happened. So when the Cardinals are looking for talent and they're looking for inexpensive talent contractually as they kind of pivot towards this new, towards this new trajectory and, and new infrastructure building, I feel like it'd be a lot worse than Kenny Galladay. Now, the last couple seasons, of course – why would you ever pay him money? I get it. I understand injuries, you know, healthy scratches and everything in between. I feel like the Cardinals should just give him a look. And I don't think that it would be doing anybody a disservice. I don't think it'd be a negative in any way. And I feel like they could potentially find a fountain of youth with Kenny Galladay, who had very productive years a handful of years ago. Cause at this point, remember the Cardinals should not be going after the highest, you know, tiered uh, uh, free agent at this point. 
first of all, it's July. So highest tier is now defined differently than it was a couple months ago. And secondly, they're not ready until next season. But if you can find a guy like Kenny Galladay and look like an absolute genius in 2024, if he has six or 700 yards receiving and seven or eight touchdowns this year, it's worth a shot. I was going to say Lockdown Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.